Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yes. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this, another edition of the Underdog Football Show. My name is Josh Norris, Hayden Winks, as usual. Special guest here, as we were talking about before we hit live. We communicate online, but not through this setting. It's Mr. Second Place himself, Jack Settleman. How you doing, man? How's your best ball season been? My best ball season was all right. I had enough teams to advance two for two in the big dog. So that's we love that. I had, I think I'm going to have like 20 something teams advance in BBM two. The problem is I was going through them. Yeah. I don't know if I have a million dollar team, but as we talked about on Rudman and underdog spaces yesterday, who knows? Like one week can be, can absolutely just throw everything. Imagine Cooper cup doesn't have 98 fantasy points this week. Like he has every, every other week. week. <laughs> so I, I'm excited to see what the playoff format looks like. Quick zoom out, because I know that this you've invested more time in best ball this year than you ever had before. Do you think yeah. you picked up stuff? Like, I know that so much of the discourse around just like fantasy strategies is kind of like a one size fits all. And the more Hayden and I have looked at successful teams this year and like the data, uh, half point PPR allows itself to so many different ways to win in terms of roster construction. I'm sure you've kind of felt the same way when looking at your winning teams. Yeah, so I would say net net following the fantasy community, listening to guys like you, listening to other people is absolutely a positive. On the same side, you do find situations where then you talk yourself out of certain players because of other people's convictions. So like Jonathan Taylor, obviously, like the fact that he was falling for, you know, a fantasy community, Henry similar, but maybe Henry was a good call. No one knows. So I think a lot of it is going to come down to even more focus on structure next season and ADP and less about like conviction on a player. With that being said, if you did have a lot of conviction on Cup or Debo or a lot of these other guys, that can give you a major edge. So I, I think we always talk about it. We're still early. I'm not talking about NFTs, I'm talking about <laughs> best ball. We're still early in this stuff. And I think that's what makes the game so fun. It, it is because. In many ways, when I view DFS content out there, they talk about, especially in cash, 1v1s, 2v2s, how you're basically at the end of the day only picking one or two different players than everyone else. So right. not saying the game is figured out, but some of the formula is. We're not even close with no. this stuff. Not even close. And in fact, I would highly disagree with you with what you just said about player convictions because to me, that is like the winning edge that so many people can have. And it's so difficult to to figure those out, but like that is such to me the the barometer of why successful teams were versus others. Because hopefully, a lot of people load up with wide receivers, but then in certain rounds and you know certain constructions, as you alluded to, it didn't really work yeah, out that way. I, I had three takes uh, that I had. I had one was the CMC pick ones were going to be the highest advance rate 
by a mar- by a large margin. When that, in fact, so many of the teams that are doing so well were 110, 111. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that take was a miss. Take number two is definitely still up in the air, which was uh, the, the winning team will be drafted like way early in the summer and will never draft late again. I don't I don't know who's going to win, but yeah. based on my advance rates and the teams that advance, there's a major edge to advancing way closer to the season. But, you know, the winning team may actually come from from the beginning. And then so, my yeah, one ahead. final point on that, Jack. We've done two kind of like best ball review periods after week four and after week yeah. eight. We're going to do another one here in a couple of weeks. A sweet spot period during those was right around the July 4th weekend. Really? So that's kind of one date to kind of think about because it's right before all of the hyperbole that comes around training camp, but you're still being early on some players based on injury right. and getting values there too. But yeah. some of that could have changed in the last six weeks too. Yeah. And then my one take that did pan out was uh, the drafting of the wide receiver threes on these high-octane offenses. So like Gallup, Juju, Boyd, all of those were being drafted way over like Pittman, Devontae, Smith, and Hollywood. And I said like, you know, wide receiver one versus wide receiver three, I just think is interesting. So at least for this year, that that's played out strong. Uh, but you do have scenarios where like a Van Jefferson, who was a wide receiver three or four coming in, played out very well. So so much stuff to be learned. I think that's why we're all excited about it. Hey, any closing thoughts before we get to the main event here? Yeah, I think when I looked at the research last year on when to draft teams, it was like basically the same advance rate average points. It was like you can draft. There's obviously some advantages and disadvantages so at any time you can draft. And then I'm with you on the number three receivers, especially slot receivers. I think next year, I'm basically not going to draft a single slot receiver. Like even when they like beat me, they're only beating me as like the wide receiver 28. So someone like Tyler Boyd, like, okay, he's going to sometimes catch six passes for like 55 yards. Like there's no scenario where Tyler Boyd was catch was going to average 99 yards this year. So like, I'm just going to eliminate those guys and go for the Michael Pittman range. And like, just, all right, if a Hunter Renfro beats me occasionally, like so be it. Yeah. And I see Hersey. I did gain an edge on the Flacco pick. He did <laughs> He did supply points for one week. He right. outscored Ryan Fitzpatrick. He outscored a lot of other quarterbacks that were drafted. Trey Lance. So, yeah, Trey, yeah, Trey Lance. So, yeah, the Flacco is a very sharp Love play. That. And I was the only person in all of Underdog to draft him. So that's an edge that you can't gather anywhere else. But somehow Kareem Hunt never wound up on the uh, Miami Dolphins. I know. All right. I know. All right. So... That was a little five-minute conversation on just what's been happening for the last few months. We look ahead, though. The main event, and why we're here, is the gauntlet. It's playoff best ball on underdog, $25 entry, $1 million in prizes. So probably the best way to start off this conversation is just to lay out what this tournament is. Again, it encompasses all four rounds of the NFL playoffs. Round one, wild card, all the way to the conference, and then the Super Bowl. Now, because of this, Hayden, and always correct me if I say something wrong, okay? Both of you. Um, Only points are allocated if a player plays in that week. So, Mm -hmm. in round one, 12 teams play of the 14. Obviously, the two teams that are on a bye, those points do not count for you. And in order to advance from that round one, you have to be first of your six-team league. So on some level, Hayden, and we can dive in some strategy here as we go along, 
prioritizing those first round teams or those first round buy teams can be a bit dicey because, you know, if you have such a heavy investment in both of those, you're not going to advance to even to the next round of the tournament. Yeah. So you have to come in first, first out of six, and then it's uh, the top three out of 16. So that's like basically the same advance rate, like just under 20% of those teams advance through the first round. And then the second round, and then the third round, the AFC and NFC championship round, that's the top one out of 15. So it's going to be very hard. You basically have to hit the stone cold nuts in the championship round to advance to the Super Bowl. And then all of the big money is only paid out based off of the, the points scored in the Super Bowl. So it's it's really tough to decide how you're going to structure your teams because you could min cash just by advancing out of the first round, top one out of six. But if you're trying to win the $200,000 prize, you have to have the basically stack the two teams that are in the Super Bowl. So it really just comes down to is like, what are other people... What are their strategies? Are they only playing for the Super Bowl? Or are too many teams playing just to win the wild card round? And I think that there could be a little bit of balance. And then after you understand that part, then it comes down to like, all right, what are the odds of teams having a bye? Who's going to be playing each other in the first round? And how do you stack the teams? But big picture, you have to do well in every single round, especially in that AFC and NFC championship round, because only one in 15 teams make it. Wow. So to outline that again, one of every six, you have to get first in your six-person league to advance into round two. Then after that, a group of 16 teams are basically randomly put together to then create round two leagues. Three of those 16 advance from round two. Then you get to round three, which is much different. One of only every 15 teams advance from there. And then at the end, to win the $200,000 to get to first place, one out of all 94 teams still available in the big game to end the year, win the whole thing. So, Jack, there is kind of two ways of doing this. It's one, everyone always wants to have the nuts to, you know, go and win the entire thing. But if you're looking for a profit here, Hayden and I had this conversation, it might be more advantageous because if you advance beyond round one, like you're already doubling up your money and then – if you make it to just the bottom of round three, you're quadrupling your money. I mean, min cash is 100. So yeah. in some level, just building a team to advance through round one and round two, wow, you're going to have some many of the same players. Um, that might be that, one way of looking at it. Yeah, that's a crazy thing to think about. And I think what I'm curious about is two things. One, how many teams are going... You know, we, always, we were just talking about when to draft teams... I don't think there's ever been a less clear playoff picture before, right? Right. Like we have no clue who's going to get these buys. So do we think the contest might even be fully filled before we even have any semblance of a clue? So that's one. And then two, I think I picked up a little bit of just learnings from when I did NBA. Somehow I actually was spot on by predicting Buck Suns. No one thought the Suns had a chance. They were playing first round against the Lakers. I'm a Chris Paul super fan, so I was naively just picking, you know, Booker, Paul, Middleton, Drew, Giannis, but I didn't really nail the first round series. So all my teams were essentially dead, and I didn't even get to capitalize on the Suns-Bucks finals. So not only do you have to predict the championship, but you also, like we're talking about now, you have to get there. And so to profit, I think you pretty much have to throw – all the first round buys out the window 
it's going to be you, you kind of have to pick two teams that don't have the buys that are going to make the Super Bowl or just build, like you said, a, a perfect, perfect team with the nuts. Yeah, I think there's like a way. Well, the, the first thing, no matter what strategy you do, you have to be stacking teams like period, right. even if you're trying to just if you're going for this min cash, this quadruple cash and you're building around like a bunch of four five and six and seven seeds, you still have to stack the quarterback with the running back with the wide receiver and hope that those teams just win like what the Browns did a couple yeah. of years ago. They just like kept upsetting teams to go all the way to the championship. No matter what, you have to be thinking about correlation, whether you're playing for if you're drafting a bunch of uh, Packers and um, Patriots teams because you think that they have the best chance of going to the Super Bowl, you're still stacking those teams. It's just like, okay, what what do I need to be prioritizing? Am I going for kind of like the low rostered like uh, Packers team that has a good chance of winning the, the whole thing? Or if I'm only going to go for like a team like the Chargers who have basically no shot of getting the number one seed, but maybe if you get lucky, you stack those that team and they win three straight games. So um, yeah, no matter what you have to be stacking. And that's like when you're in the middle of the draft, you're basically eliminating after each one of your picks, you're basically eliminating like half the player pool. Like you yeah. cannot draft like it's, it's all contingent based drafting. And that's why I didn't even build rankings. I didn't have uploadable rankings. I want the ADPs and I want like, who's going to be playing who. And you're basically just crossing players off the list after you've drafted like the first and second round. All right, before we dive into drafts, let's maybe pinpoint and look at the ADPs and figure out maybe you know, the best approach or, or priority players or types that we would want to go after once the draft goes along. Um, to me, what stands out, obviously, you have the top two wide receivers going one, two. And by the way, the structure of the teams in your starting lineup, again, 10 rounds, one quarterback, one running back, two wide receiver slash tight ends, those positions have been combined, and then one flex spot. So you're going to have five starters and then five bench players as well. The values that say not to me, Jack, when looking at all of this, is looking at Sony Michelle all the way down here as mm. running back 20 in comparison to running back eight, Jarrell Henderson, and then A.J. Yeah. Dillon as running back 11 versus Aaron Jones at running back four. So it what, isn't what about like Daryl Williams right there? Is that is it wouldn't that be the same concept that you're kind of preaching on? So I think that the main difference in what I'm saying is that with Sony Michelle and AJ Dillon, I wouldn't be surprised if both of those players lead their team in carries right. as they get into the playoffs versus Daryl Williams, where it seems like his role is locked in as the pass catching back. Gotcha. And there's like okay. such a significant back gap between the two that the two backfields that of the of the Packers and the the Rams versus what the Chiefs is for that. So, so two more questions for me because I'm I'm trying to learn this on the fly. Uh, stacking QB with running back. So for example, if you you get Taylor, you're you're bullish on that, Hayden. Yeah, because you're just trying to advance. It's not about right. like the correlation in the game. You just like want. Hey, if this team's advancing, I'm at least yeah. getting some running back points. So, yeah, it's okay. not like DFS where you're like, you're not like hoping that like your quarterback throws a, a touchdown to a running back. I mean, you are hoping right. that, but you're right. just like, right. hey, right. I just want those eight points just because I'm locking up those right. teams. So, yeah, that okay. is basically so, any of it. So, with that being said, what's the what's the play on like you know not drafting? Would you 
rather be so highly correlated that you just have two teams of players and you're like drafting either you have receiver. it or you don't. Yeah, like you like yes. you're going Van Jefferson and Higby, or would you rather have like Devontae instead? Um, so you get like a couple point, a couple rounds out of him, but then the Rams beat the Packers in the NFC championship. So I would say at the very minimum, you want to have three players from two different teams because okay. that's your automatic and make sure that you could fill out a starting roster. So that means at least one quarterback, one running back, two flex spots, and then some uh, or uh, two wide receiver spots, and then one flex spot. And I think that it's just like, okay, which two teams am I going to go for? Do I want the one seeds or do I want the wildcard teams? Right. And then I think with the other two picks or three picks or four picks that you have, that's where I think I'm going to be prioritizing like a, a, a player that's going to get like bounced in round one, most likely someone like a Jonathan Taylor or a Michael Pittman draft them to round out your stacks with the other teams. But at, at bare okay. minimum, you have to have, in my opinion, one AFC team stack, one NFC team stack and make sure you can fill out a Super Bowl roster. Right. Even if it's very low probability and you're just playing for the wild card rounds, you still have to have an AFC stack and an NFC stack. What what do you think about Sam's comment? A uh, three stack is that uh, sure. optimal strategy? Yeah, okay. I think I think it can work. It just depends on the pricing and and all of that stuff. I yeah. would. There's I think only um, one thing I would not do right now is the Cowboys and the Rams are pretty likely to be playing each other in the first round. So okay. I wouldn't like do spend two picks on those teams. But if it's like I'm taking a shot on the Bills, a Bills stack and a Charger stack. And then on the other side of the ball, that's when I have a Packers stack. I think that's still viable. And like, hopefully that those, the Chargers and Bills go all the way to the AFC championship round. Um, it's going to be a little bit tougher to map out who would be playing who. But once we have that information, like the last week, that's going to be key where you're like, okay, if these two teams keep upsetting teams, they're not going to play each other until the AFC championship round. Like that would be the best possible outcome mm -hmm. is to have three stacks. One goes to the Super Bowl, and then the other two stacks that you have play each other in the conference championship. Yeah. Because um, that's how you can advance out of like the one in the top 15 teams. Jack, your comment earlier really stands out where this year more than any other that I can remember, we don't have a clear cut, like number one seed in either spot in either conference. Like yeah. we don't have a 16 and one Panthers team or Patriots team or whatever it is. Right. And yeah. so we don't know which teams to prioritize or stay away from there at the top. Hayden to then combine it with what you just said, some of those teams that we, they also believe are, are the best out there are being devalued in some areas too. Like, because people are nervous that they're not going to get any weeks from them at the top. So maybe as we get closer and we, that becomes a little bit more defined, have one of those teams that you want the opposite division prioritize from teams two through seven, mm -hmm. probably two, three, four at the very least, um, that you really believe in that can make like a really deep run into the playoffs and then followed up with, to me, that's the most undervalued in the entire playoff picture. And that's the San Francisco 49ers. Like when you look at where mm -hmm. all of San Francisco's players are going, Eli Mitchell, for example, so, so, so far down this list at the running back position. And then even, I know the, the targets and the opportunities are wavering a little bit, but compared to like what he's done this year, Debo Samuel far, far, far down yeah. this list as well. So 
identifying like one of those teams that is going to play early that you know and combine it and is going to put up points and is successful on offense and combining that with a bye week team sounds easy, but that's how I would try to do it too. You're not you're not trying to get us to draft Trey Lance again, are you? No. no. <laughs> you Luckily, were, I was, was not the, like the biggest yeah, proponent of that. Yeah. Who was who was the proponent of the? What, wasn't it one of you who wanted the Garoppolo Kittle Diva? Yeah, it was that Hayden. Was, that was Hayden. Yeah. That was sharp. And look, you guys gave me James Conner. He has led a lot of my teams through. I also gave the, the people Trey Sermon. So we, we also <laughs> took some big time losses. You, so. you win and you lose. You know, That's you right. win and you lose. The, Josh, this is a good one here from, from Sam, where the Titans are pretty devalued too. Like when you consider the conversation of what's going on with Derrick Henry and how far he is yeah. down this list. I took um, I took Henry in both of the yeah. other playoff drafts for the five or ten dollar one because I yeah it's the same logic like if you're gonna get one Henry game he he shouldn't go pick forty you know because yeah. there's upside with it so all right I th- I feel I feel a little better about this I think we gotta we gotta test it out Josh right. can I give you one one quick thing real quick yeah. I want to pull this up um, in this column I'll share it into the chat it's on Underblog for free. Um, I wrote which teams I would want to stack with if I was building a Titan stack. And basically you're looking at odds to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC team. Let's take the Titans team, for example. So the first, the two teams that have the best chance of going to the Super Bowl, uh, according to the current markets, it's the Bucks and the Packers. Then there's a teardrop with the Cardinals, Rams and Cowboys. And then like the other thing you can think about is if you're going to stack the Titans, um, hopefully like they like you can you can stack like the Patriots with the Titans because it, I think that there's some little strategy of a lot of the teams that, that are going to stack the number one seed are not going to advance out of the first round. But if you can get one of those teams to advance, all of a sudden you have a team that's likely to go to the Super Bowl and most of their team's going to be eliminated. So if you can be smart and kind of build a stack, like maybe it's like a mini stack of like the teams with the, the number one seed. So like, let's take the Chiefs, for example. Let's say they somehow get the number one seed if you can go uh travis kelsey mahomes and then you kind of end it there and then you build a bunch of titan stacks they can have a huge game in the wild card round then you build an nfc team all of a sudden you have an at least a decent chance of advancing out of the first round but you still have if you can get to the super bowl with mahomes and kelsey uh then you actually actually have a shot and it, it is weird the super bowl i think it's only what 94 teams are eligible in that. So most of those are not, I shouldn't say most, but a chunk of those 94 teams are not going to have a a lineup that can be filled. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be in there with their best players on the the, uh, NFC loser and the AFC loser. So you're not, you don't need like the stone cold nuts to win this thing. I think it's really about just figuring out how to advance all the way through because it's not like you have to come in first out of like 10,000 people in the last game. Like, the, right. Half of those teams are not going to have a fully rosterable uh, team. You need the guy who scores two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Like that's what yeah. you're going to need. Yeah. The Gronk of last year, realistically. One of yep. one of the things that it's interesting about this format uh, is the thought of like stacking the Titans with the Patriots because you know they're going to play and half the strategy we talked about is like you don't want the teams to play but you got to get there in the first place. One last thing is there have you guys written at all or talked about teams that are like could sneak into the playoffs which is a guaranteed first round because last year 
Um, like LaMelo Ball was being drafted for NBA. They didn't even make the playoffs. Like there's some team, Steph Curry didn't end up in the playoffs and he was going super high. And that, that actually cost me a couple of my teams because you lose two players who aren't in, in round one and you're playing way behind the eight ball. So Jack, why don't you go and up and like get into a draft and we'll kind of fill okay. while you're doing that. Cause as soon as you get there, I'll bring that draft up on screen. Uh, and maybe so it's also you don't listen to what I'm saying. There's a very strong chance that the Ravens drop out potentially with all of like the injuries and things <laughs> yeah. that they have. It's going Phil, on. by the way. It's Phil. Okay. That was the last so, spot. I know Redmond's going to send me the link to that. So cool. another team in the AFC North, we know that like the Browns are dealing with so much this weekend. Yeah. And the Cincinnati Bengals as well. But yeah, right now, I think a lot of people are only viewing the 14 teams currently in the playoffs and not necessarily factoring in the other players that are on the fringes like you're mentioning. Yeah. I mean, I've even seen like CPAT's name listed on those ADPs and somehow the Falcons are still involved. So I I do think that that is one one way of doing that. But comparing that to like Eli Mitchell and where he's going, like we know the 49ers are going to be in it. Yeah, I, I think the Viking the Vikings are probably the most interesting team to me because I actually think they're decent. They have very like stackable that. players, and they're a game. It's out. a very narrow yeah. skill like skill tree yeah. in terms of Justin Jefferson and Dalvin right. Cook, and even Tyler Conklin. If you want to go there, KJ Osborne. Yeah. So I got I got pick three. Um, All right, Rudman's going to send it over. Draft. Um, so yeah, I think the first thing to think about is like. Who do we think is going to be in the Super Bowl? Cup went one. So, yeah, so I'm right actually, now it's going Adams, Cup, and Leonard Fournette. Yeah, so I'm super bullish on the Rams. So when I can get Rams, that's actually who – that's my NFC team. And they're probably, like you said, not going to be the one seed. So I feel really good about taking a lot of Rams. Hill just went two. I I mean, I like I Adams. got to go Lenny. Really? Hayden, I would pick Leonard Fournette or Travis or Kelsey. Godwin. Okay, yeah, wow. or I mean Godwin works too. Yeah, I, right now, just real quick, you can make you can make any of the picks. I have the the odds of the first round. Patriots have a buy forty seven percent of the time. Packers forty five. So okay. those are your top teams, and then the Bucks, and then like I don't think the Titans are going to do it. The Chiefs could, the Cardinals could, but it's just basically the Patriots, Packers, and Buccaneers that gotcha. I, I would be okay. focusing on currently. Okay, that's that's good insight. I ended up with Fournette because I, I in my head I don't see the Packers necessarily as the one seed, but you know Lamar's going to be out Sunday. Realistically, that's a win, and then I don't know how tough their schedule is. So if they're their chances to get the one, so now Godwin's obviously gone right after me. Evans just went. So now is this somewhere where you flip to the AFC and get Brady later, or Brady's uh, gone too? Oh, Brady, yeah, Brady is gone. Okay. Yep. So I see Taylor, Diggs, Eckler. So I really like the Diggs and Josh Allen stack because okay. Diggs is going as wide receiver six. And if we like him that much, why is Josh Allen going as quarterback five? I can yeah. ask the same exact question for who, why like the 101 was Cooper Cup here when Matthew Stafford is going as the quarterback six. So it kind of feels like right. there's a pretty big difference in ADPs because we love the player that Cooper Cup, but he's attached to that quarterback. So like if right. we all believe that Cooper Cup should be the one-on-one in this format and that's what he's been drafting as, to me that means Matthew Stafford, his advance rates are such a factor here, has to be drafted much higher than the quarterback gotcha. six. Okay. And so I assume I have to take Allen here. It doesn't matter about ADP. You can't miss on him uh, if once you go with mm-hmm. Diggs, right? 
I, I think I would wait because the uh, really? two of the teams already uh, have. Oh, well, we don't have that decision. There. But I was just looking at the the, the draft board and right. two of the teams like, have already drafted them, and they don't have yeah. any Bills players. Like if they snipe me, they snipe me. Okay. I so mean, here's yeah. something to say. Like if you believe in the Rams, I know you're f- focusing on. I guess you can't really because we missed out on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But yeah. like you could come back here and get Matthew Stafford think. and go and get Odell later on, or go uh, and get Sony Michelle later on. And that's, I mean, Hayden, you might disagree with me here. I would what try about, to go for one of the number one seeds. So, uh, yeah, I was gonna say or a Packer stack. Yeah, I was going to say Jones right here with maybe yes. Rodgers if if no quarterback gets taken in between. But, yep. uh, yeah, so that person. So, Titans just gone Godwin, Evans, and Hopkins. Um, are we, like, in this structure, what's the no running back or, or you know, are we just drafting wide outs or is it so more like what you're going to have that? to do now is have, well, other than round one. So let's say Fournette and Aaron Jones are there for you in round two, then yeah. one is in your flex. Right. Right. Because only one right. running back is starting. I would I would be building this as if the Packers are playing the Bucks in in the NFC championship, championship and then the Bills yeah. are going to play whoever. And I would just like find Cole Beasy late, um, Devin Singletary, maybe something like that later on. Do, and I would like, I would lock in Aaron Rodgers here. Do we think a team wins without having the two Super Bowl quarterbacks? Yeah, that's impossible. The, there will be the quarterbacks too key. <laughs> right. Yeah. But what if it is a, a Mahomes? Like you're not, you're just not going to be able to get Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and whatever, Brady, Evans, and... Yeah, I think right. the quarterback's just going to score too many points, man. Like, that's like the one right. position where, like, you would, I think maybe you can get away with not having a running back or something like that. But I think, gotcha. I think the, the team that wins is going to have their entire starting lineup be filled. Okay, quick reset. As you outlined, Hayden, we're focusing yeah. in on the Packers and the Bucks to make it to the NFC Championship. Right now, there's an investment for the Bills to make it to the AFC. Does that mean we're only looking at the Bills from here on out from the AFC? Or can we do, four teams yeah i was i was gonna say like maybe we're now we're could we go to a patriots or is that too much one seed potentially um i i would probably avoid the patriots in this one since we're already locking up one of our one of our teams in the nfc is going to have the first round by and i think we would just get eliminated if we did the patriots potentially i'm on the this could be like a best player available yeah huh okay so i don't think we want kyla right would, no, not a quarterback. Would A B work with Fournette? If he, yes. I think he might get cut. I think he might get cut. So we can, we can try. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's this is one of the things. I guess if he doesn't get cut, which he easily could. But if he, but doesn't, if he doesn't get cut, you yeah. can easily have 70, yeah. 80, 90 yards. It's a tournament. It's a tournament. Yeah, it's right. it's fine. Okay. For sure. All right. So I've got, I've got a nice Bucks Packers setup. We probably want. At some point, uh, a wide receiver from the Packers, right? So obviously Adams is gone, but um, MVS, MVS is the guy over Lazard, just upside wise. Yes, I think so. And wait, why uh, not go AJ Dillon? I know we already yeah. have the two running backs. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. I don't think he's necessary. Like the the odds of AJ Dillon outscoring both of those running backs are probably pretty low each week. Right. I think this is a spot when the thing like. The the whatever superstar and that's going to get 
probably bounce in the wild card round, but could get you 15, 16 points in the first round. That's, that's I think like this is like the here. range because we can get MVS probably later. You can okay. probably get uh, a Cole Beasley later. Yeah. Um, and I would just be like, all right, who's going to help me advance out of the first round here and kind of waste to pick. Okay. So I I'm queuing up a few options. I've got Hollywood and Andrews. I've got Dalvin, but he's, He's another running back. So Mike Williams be- would be perfect. Okay. Mike Williams. You like Odell would be good. Okay. All right. Let's go with Williams then. I like the Chargers. Um, where's. Okay. So Lamar's a QB nine. I agree. They could absolutely fall out of the playoffs. Is that more is is his ADP because he's not playing well? Because to me, like he was being drafted top four quarterback in fantasy this year. You're talking about who Lamar? are you talking about? Yeah, Lamar. I yeah. think there's a lot of risk there right now. Like that offense just looks like yeah, we look there. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like a situation where like he has to be your quarterback too because like maybe they can win the first game, but like I think it's right. really low odds of them actually winning the whole Super Bowl. I think. Yeah. Where, where okay, so I've got Rodgers, Fournette, Jones, Diggs, Brown, Williams. What? And again, just ten rounds. And so is right. this now we have to be hyper focused on the teams that you think you're going to make it deep? Right. Yeah. Could we? Do we have a starting lineup in the wild card round already? We have Mike Williams. Um, a well, we would need a quarterback. Steph Diggs. Yeah. Well, I think this is the scenario where the Bucks make or the wild card team, and then you're hoping a lot of those Bucks teams get eliminated because right. they didn't have enough wild card teams, and then like we just keep taking those Leonard Fournette points all the way to the NFC Championship. This is pure okay. chaos. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. I can't, we need to draft. review this entire. I would go MVS. Like MVS, okay, where's you he think it's time for? So uh, he's fifty. I'm actually gonna do this. I'm gonna take Dawson Knox. That, um, that's a good pick too. So obviously, I, I guess like you could easily go Beasley or even Sanders there, but Knox has been. So I, I just wanted more Buffalo. So I think we'll be set. We have our yeah. We have a starting. We need a quarterback. That's the one thing we need for the wild card round. So does that need to be a stack? I think. If it's or is this, Allen. or is this just the the scenario where the Bucks are the number one seed and Rodgers is the number two seed right. and he just cruises all the way to the Super Bowl? Like I think that's kind of the scenario. Like to me, okay. I would be like, okay, this is Bills aren't the number one seed, the Packers aren't the number one seed, but they play each other in the Super Bowl and yeah. we're cruising. So okay. I think I think I would just go Packers and Bills. Okay, so you're Packers Bills at this point. All right. God, Dylan. Yeah, I would for sure grab a Packer. We already have two Bills pass catchers, so I think we'd be set. Okay, cool. I also right, think well, we're going to get the most benefit after reviewing these teams after the, yeah. like this whole draft after we're done because <laughs> yeah. this is totally Yeah, this may is great. Yeah. And and like we were talking about earlier, you just have no clue where anyone's laying out in seating. So, right. you know, we're trying to build this team based off the buy, but – Hayden's like, well, the Bucks could easily get the one and Green Bay could be two. And then you're fully set. Could we just look at do we have a Super Bowl starting lineup yet? If it's Bills versus Packers? N- no, I gotta get Singletary here. Well, uh, we have we have Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and MVS. Uh, oh, gotcha. You're right. You're yeah, right. we we already have a Super yeah. Bowl lineup. Yes. So I think we can just pick like try to get to a wild card. Gotcha. Team. Okay. So just get the best players is what you're saying right now? Like who's who's supposed to get like a number six seed, but no one's gonna be playing them. Like Julio Jones, 
Like uh, maybe maybe Julio just stinks, but why, why wouldn't yeah. we get Odell here? I mean, I feel like the value perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. high if he's there. Well, well, he Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews would be a good one too. Yeah, because they're going to make the playoffs. I think. And would you stack with the quarterback? Like I'm thinking, like is Jefferson still here? No, he went. But would you stack here? Because that'll help me kind of make the decision. Like a QB wide receiver, Sony Michelle here. Sony Michelle would be one running back. Sony Michelle would be a decent pick, but we already spent the first and third round picks on running backs, and we only can start two at the most. Man, it's tough. Okay, he went Mark Andrews. So okay, I, I like so the Mark Andrews out. pick a lot. Michael Pittman. Yeah. So you don't think I need a quarterback? I only have one. If Lamar is available, he, he's probably he's not. Gone. It's he's gone. Dak, Mac, Wentz, Burrow. You don't have any stacks, Cousins? though. Yeah, I know. I would just roll it. You, this is this is the Packers are the two seed team, the, gotcha. but they win the Super Bowl. Okay. My brain is in a blender. <laughs> so I've got two backs. You don't think I would go Singletary here? You could go Singletary. It's just like. Or Sony. Yeah. Singletary or Sony. Who do you like better? I can see Sony Michelle helping you advance more from round one and round two than yeah. Devlin Singletary is going to help you once you get to the right. championship games or the or the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, I this one definitely drafted as a Packers two seed. Bills go from the divisional round or wild card. And uh, what else would we need here? Like a Chargers. Mike Chargers, Williams goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Chargers play the Ravens in the first round. So you get Andrews Williams. Um, okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's do a proper review once these let's, last let's do, a, <laughs> let's do a good review of this because people in this draft did it wildly differently too. Yeah. Um, I say we yeah. do this like, okay, what are our odds of advancing through the first round? Do we have a starting right. lineup there and then go all the way to the Super Bowl and we can just like map out how this team wins it? Gotcha. Okay. There it is. All right. So really, in the first couple rounds, you are setting up the story of your team. Yes. So what stands out to me of setting up the stories are picks four and six here. So in the four slot, doubling up on the Bucks wide receivers. Mm -hmm. But then also in the sixth spot, it is a heavy chief stack to start and then immediately followed by a 49er stack. That works. I think like that team could if neither of those teams, there's very likely that those two teams play in the wild card round, and if they make it all the way to the Super Bowl, there you go. There you can win the team. Yeah, but you're also obviously hoping the Niners run the table. Yeah, it's possible. I think right now to go to the Super Bowl, uh, Vegas has it at seven percent odds, and that's another thing I want to make is you don't need to win the Super Bowl. So I look at odds oh. to win each championship because the losing team in the Super Bowl still gets points. Still gives you points. Right. Right. So you don't That's have to point. even if even if the 49ers would be like 7 point underdogs to the Chiefs, you're still getting those 49ers points. So I think that's one little edge is to look at conference okay. odds instead of Super Bowl odds. Okay, let's go team by team. This first one I don't think has a story and correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> okay? Because it's has five running backs. Ram, Colt, <laughs> Bills, 49er, Viking, Viking, Bengal, Brown, Saints. 
Eliminated. Okay. Good they player. Can cash. They can well, they can min cash though. Yeah, this is all headliners. Yeah. They drafted yeah. all headliners here. Yeah. And so this and is an they, interesting strategy. If the Vikings go to the playoffs, aren't they? Who's their who's the quarterback they grabbed at 10? I can't see it. In the 10th round. Dak. Dak. Aren't they like assured to kind of get through the first round? Yeah. So this is like the, the strategy. I think if you if you were max entering and right. you did this strategy, I think that you could turn a profit doing yeah. this exact strategy. You have basically zero chance of winning significant amount of money. But I think like this is like if you're just grinding, I think that there is something to this type of strategy because I mean you're going to be projected for the most points in the first round in this yeah on this team. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I I agree with Jack. It's like a tilting team to draft against yeah. because they're clearly just trying to get through the first round and that makes them money and it eliminates yeah. everyone else. Now, yeah. here's the other question. If you are focusing in on that strategy, would it be smart to take even a fringe player who's great like Alvin Kamara? Even though he's might like, there's a more likely scenario than not they don't make the playoffs. Right. Yeah, it's just part of the formula. Because that is more of saying like, okay, when I get to rounds two and three, more teams won't have that one, and so if they do make it, then that one helps me. But right, yeah, I you're saying this for that structure, Kamara actually doesn't make any sense. He should correct. just be taking more people who are guaranteed to play in round one. <laughs> Okay, yeah. this is this is a good point, and I think for almost every tournament you can possibly DFS the the main best ball tournaments, this is true because anyone that are entering those are doing the same strategy. With this, if people are playing this game of like trying to galaxy brain over the other, trying to go for a unlikely Super Bowl run, that means that the ADPs are dropping from the other teams. And so, like, there's not everyone has the same end goal, and like that's where like the ADP drops could have uh, an edge. So it's a it's a little bit different. I'm not I'm not convinced which strategy I would do if I was max entering this. Yeah. Um, I I do think that there is a way possibly to maximize like the wild card round and the second round and go for quadruple ups while still giving your chance, giving you a chance to go. Um, all the way, but this team drafted too many running backs either way. You can only start two of them. I'm spending so. too much time on it. I'm spending too much time on it. Okay. <laughs> let, let, let's look at team two. Is this okay if we're doing it this way? Because I think, again, this is a really yeah. good way of learning about how people are going through these tiny samples because yeah. it's just five other teams. Tyree Kill, Austin Eckler, Gronk, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. So at least in the first five rounds, and again, you're starting five players in every single round. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler stack. That makes sense. Perfect. That makes sense. Then it's Damien Harris. So a new team enters the ballgame here. Another new team with Matthew Stafford. But you're also, with Matthew Stafford, getting two undervalued stacks with him, mm-hmm. with Van Jefferson and Odell. LA Super Bowl. Love it. Why not? So, so the one gripe I would have with this team, how would Damien Harris make any sense as a pick if they're the one seed, I Your guess because just in case Austin Eckler gets bounced, then right. Damien Harris in round two becomes your running back the west the rest of the way. Well, I think I don't but think you look at it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I think you can't look at it as if like if the Chargers get eliminated, your team's done. F, I think right. it's just he like your team would be aft <laughs> at that point. I think it's just like <laughs> there's a chance that he just helps. He's in your flex spot in the second right. round, and a lot of the teams that have Damien Harris 
could just be eliminated by that point where you have a distinction. Damien Harris That's gets fair. the Patriots Super Bowl run Sony Michelle treatment where he gets three one yard touchdowns in a single yes. game. Yeah. Right. But you but, and hopefully but, the Chargers would play the 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 Patriots in the in the championship game and Sony scores two touchdowns, then Herbert goes nuts and they the Chargers go to the Super Bowl. Gotcha. All right. Let's okay. go on over to Titan one two five. Three wide receiver starts. Again, you can start three wide receivers each week, theoretically. Obviously, all these players get picked for you. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry, Amari Cooper, AJ Brown. So really, this is punting quarterback. Um, punting quarterback, me- punting running back. He's got Henry, who we don't even know if he's going to be there. Pollard and Edmonds. Yeah. Well, Brian Tano is the quarterback. In the yeah, that way. is punting. <laughs> that the first round is going to be tough. Uh, well, yeah. obviously, Chase Edmonds has a chance to be crazy. But yeah, this is right. this is very bold. But if it if it's a Titans Bucks Super Bowl, you got a chance. And yeah. Yep. I would say that's the, in some universe that happens. Right. Oh, wow. And I get Titans, but well, couldn't it also be a uh, I guess Cardinals? You wouldn't have Kyler, but yeah. Well, you just don't have a quarterback. And the quarterback theoretically right. can put up the biggest points each and every Yeah, game. the problem is like Tannehill has to score more points than those other quarterbacks yeah. like through each round. So that's going to be tough. Um, but I think that this team is viable in a massive tournament like this one. Um so yeah, I'm I'm for it. I think that this team was solid, yeah. solid enough. It could be Titans Cardinals Super Bowl as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, for sure. All this right. is the, this right. is a good example of the the building two stacks from one conference and then the other stack, a mega stack from the other side. Right. 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 Devonte Adams, Tom Brady, C.D. Lamb, James Conner, Kyler Murray. So four different teams of those first five picks, all in the NFC. The Brady pick was brutal. All in the NFC. Yep. And then it's all NFC. It's Zeke. It's Daryl Henderson. It's AJ Dillon. It's Christian Kirk. <laughs> and only one player on the other side like in the AFC. So that just doesn't Tough. work. That's not going to work, right? Hey. I mean, but if if you want to cash, potentially this could happen. But once right. you get to the Super Bowl week, it's, I mean, theoretically, you could have Dallas there. You could have Green Bay there. But they've got no one on the other Exp- side. I can't explain the second pick. Like you cannot draft Tom Brady unless you've drafted one of the other. Like w- at what right. point is that helping right. you? Unless you planned on getting Gronk and AB, and then those two are the t- two that are outscoring Fournette, Godwin, and Mike Evans, and like that is just like playing for like a crazy outcome. So yeah, I don't see the process on this team. Hmm. Um. Okay, Jack. Just looking at yours real quick. What do you think you would do differently when you didn't have just 30 seconds to make each pick? <laughs> Not panic. <laughs> uh, what would I do? I think I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. You know, Because I think what, what you did more than anyone else was prioritize the teams you're already investing in. Because while everyone yeah. else is taking the likes of Nick Chubb and Odell and Alvin Kamara, AJ yeah. Dillon, you focused in on Dawson Knox, MVS, you know? Yeah, and, and I would continue to do that. I'm just curious if the, you know, we're talking about quarterbacks providing the most points. I'm the only one quarterback team here. And Other so, than the Ryan Tannehill team. Okay. Tannehill went. Okay. Same. So I'm curious, <laughs> yeah, what you guys think about that strategy. Is that viable? Um, obviously, so. if Rodgers, if the Packers are on by, this team's dead. Um, yep. But if he's not, 
you can you think you can roll with one quarterback and still and run the whole thing? If it's Aaron Rodgers, yes. If it's Tannehill, no. But just like right. Rodgers has been a quarterback one over stretches like right. this. So, so the, the, the tough Super part Bowl. is like no Devontae Adams. Like that's like the one right. thing where like I'm having some but we got sniped we got sniped from Josh Allen. Like this was supposed to not be an yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers stack. Like this was a pivot yeah. off of that. Yeah. Uh in the Super Bowl, what do you think like could it be it's one so I guess you could technically win without having one of the Super Bowl quarterbacks, right? I but think maybe, I don't think so. You didn't get one of that. 94. Yeah. I don't. Right. I don't think it's possible. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because NBA. I, I'm just always flashing back to NBA. NBA, you couldn't win without having the stars, but yeah. because you only take so many positions, so you only take one quarterback. It is a more unique scenario. Yeah. Is it totally dumb, Hayden, to draft three quarterbacks? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like it just keeps you potentially with. For the for avenues the whole thing. of of staying in the whole thing, you know, throughout the entire time. Yeah, I think if you're gonna, I think like the two quarterbacks, and if you want to play the wild card game and like just try to advance, I think you only need two quarterbacks. I mean, the third quarterback is just admitting that your picks earlier on were wrong. We're wrong. Right. Yeah, so I think that's too much. All right, okay. Jack, you want to do one more? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's paint a picture. Write a story. About this next scene we're about to create. That Josh, was good. Real, real quick, do you have just like... I need two spots for the gauntlet. What is your favorite wild card team, Josh, that you think is just underrated could go to the Super Bowl? Like, I would pick the Chargers. The Bills, too. The, By the wild Rams. card team, do you mean team playing in the wild card rounds? Yeah, the wild card Dallas round Cowboys. Team. Cowboys, good one, too. Home playoff game. The NFC is just so tough. Off. NFC is so tough. We haven't yeah. seen the Dallas Cowboys yet have the offense being incredible and the defense being incredible at the same time. But at yeah. points this season, we've been we've seen each side be incredible by themselves. Okay, we're live. Uh oh, my brother's in this one. Herzig's in this one. <laughs> he's just gonna he's gonna watch the stream and snipe me. No, he, Herzig's in and he always scares me. Uh, um, I don't know DK Jets or D Weiss. Here we go. It is interesting. I think the best time to draft Chargers is right now. If they beat the Chiefs on Thursday night, all of a sudden, like they're going to be in like the home field advantage, and like that, they're going to be all their ADPs are going to rise because they have like. Would it? Wouldn't I really that make like it being worse, on the turn here, by the way. When? Yeah, I love being on the turn. Wouldn't that make it worse, Hayden? Because then they're back. Well, I don't think they're going to have the. I don't think. I think they would just be like, oh, sh- oh shit! Like they're actually good, right? And I don't think that they're going to get the number one seed because I think like the yeah. Titans still have. Um, a, a game or two ahead of them. So yeah, they're only in the Patriots still, which is crazy. Well, yeah, the Chargers right. have don't have the tiebreaker against the Patriots, and that's a big deal. Gotcha. Right. I really like right. being on the turn because again, Same. it's an easier way to stack if you want to. Like you don't yes. have to wait even one or two picks or five yeah. in between your players. Like you can force stacks there much easier. Totally. Okay. Uh, Brady is QB one. Yeah, again, a couple things. Why? The Cooper Cup disparity of him right. going as the 102 and Stafford as the quarterback six makes right. zero sense to me. And then Diggs is the wide receiver six and Allen is the quarterback five. Doesn't right. make as much sense to me either. A couple yeah, others. I know Chris- Rudman on Twitter has been talking about why is Chris Godwin going as the wide receiver four versus Mike Evans as the wide receiver seven. Like why in general is 
Godwin going over Evans, that type of conversation. I think the last two weeks, right? Okay, so um, all right. I think I'm going to go Kelsey Mahomes here. Yes, um, let's do it. That seems to be – I'm actually pretty surprised that they fall that much. Is that – Well, because I, it, I think it makes total sense – well, one – all of these teams are going to be running two highs against them other than like the Patriots probably. Right. And then we just haven't seen a huge season from Travis Kelsey as we have been yeah. seen in the last few years. But, but the chiefs aren't even the one seed right now. Correct. I'm surprised Mahomes isn't like, I'm surprised it's just not Hill Mahomes at the start of the draft. It's only 19% chance that they get the number one seed right now. So right. I, I'm with you. I think that the chiefs like it, yeah, the a chiefs, and Packers stack or would be the Chiefs Rams. Yeah. Like right. Chiefs Rams could easily make it. And both would have wild both play in the wild card round and like that team just like print fest yeah. all the way through. Yeah. Okay. You gotta feel pretty good think- though. On your first team, Herzig gives Leonard Fournette the three and you took him at the three last time. You know. <laughs> how I wonder how many times somebody and has gone Diggs. like look at you. Tyreek Travis Kelsey at the turn, and then nobody it's a sharp draft and nobody is going to draft Mahomes because they don't have any Chiefs. And then all of a sudden, Mahomes goes oh. to the third round and you get all three of them, you know? It's kind of oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if any people draft to block, like literally just to make... Like connect four? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Because if you do let that happen, it not only screws you in your personal if the Chiefs go, but if you draft other entries, you've now given someone an opportunity to have to have an incredible team yeah i think i would go travis kelsey tyreek right if i had the opportunity to and then hope that nobody grabs mahomes and then you can just okay. pivot to a different quarterback that would be all right interesting. so we're we're coming up here uh is is clyde a for sure take here if he drops mm, i think you can still pick an nfc team where i think somebody that projects better than clyde edwards hilaire throughout the tournament yeah. That's okay. still on an NFC team that you would use in the Super Bowl. Okay, I, I'll probably take Lamb if if he falls, and then we could get that'd be good. Cowboys, um, and then you would never you could do, double up here and get get Lamb and Amari if you wanted. Yeah. Okay. So, and you would never do Kyler Hopkins, would you? I don't think I would do Kyler already. Okay. okay what about Hopkins Connor? I actually like that. That's pretty. Does interesting. that work? Okay. Let's do that. That's for sure um, interesting. See, I have such a bad time, difficult time, like not forcing like player opinion in here because I'm just a little out. <laughs> on who? On who? Yeah, I'm not right even I'm a little out on Nuke right now. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of fair. But. Yeah, that's very fair. But for them to go to the Super Bowl, are they doing it with Christian Kirk? Because if they no. do, someone's no. going to be rich. But they could be doing it by <laughs> yes. Kyler in isolation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so maybe the argument there is like, don't do Mahomes. If maybe it's the reverse, right? It's uh, Connor, Kyler, and Hill, Kelsey, and that's where you get Kyler instead of Mahomes. Ooh. Or like yeah. a our Debo Kittle right there yeah. would have been interesting. I think this team is very live. Cardinals, yeah. Chiefs, Super Bowl, like that definitely happens a chunk of the time, and like you have super right. And so and so card and so are we now drafting more Cardinals and Chiefs? Are we drafting an AFC or an NFC team that's not going to have a buy? I mean. Well, what's what's crazy is like I think the opinions are like that the Cardinals and Chiefs might have first round buys. Right now, they have nineteen percent chance and ten percent chance. So like right. it's very low that they right. are actually having this. You can just kind of coast with these these players. Okay, 
So you would continue to draft Cardinals and Chiefs? I would at least have one or two from each one of those teams. Right. But okay. you can like build, start building from the wild card teams and all that type of thing. Okay, cool. So so um, maybe, again, if you think this is a Super Bowl, then you only need five from each, though. Like five combined. So maybe just one more from either the Chiefs or the Cardinals, and that makes up your Super Bowl. And the right, other yeah. five picks from here on out can just be wild card teams, like first round teams. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that's a very viable strategy. Okay. What's Herzig up to? We got Fournette. We got a little Bills stack, and so it's basically Bills versus either the Bucks or the the Cowboys, right. which is good because he's not on our freaking Chiefs or yeah. We'll see Cardinals. what he takes here. <laughs> we'll see what he takes here. This is gonna be Clyde Edwards hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, there's <laughs> nah, no chance. Yeah, so now he he's yeah, and Dak's still there, QB eight. So that that looks good. Yeah. Um. So right now, my head. I mean, we're pray. Are we praying that Clyde drops here? Like, if he's there, is that a surefire? I think so. I think that okay. this is the right spot. I, I was. Just, I definitely would want him. I was just curious if you already have Connor. I guess you can still use him in the flex. Oh, the flex. Yeah. Yeah, you okay. can use a flex. I wasn't sure if it's too much. Uh, I mean, at some know. point, Kyler is a plus EV pick. I just don't know at what point that is. Right. Right. Okay. So Clyde I feel like I would Clyde. wait. I feel like I would wait one more round. So now, okay. now that he went, yeah. So now I, mean, I don't I'm think you can go at, Kirk. I don't think you can go. I mean, I, Chase Edmonds would be I think the you other can go Kirk. Kirk or Green? I'd go Chase Edmonds over Kirk. Oh, you would go you those Connor guys and, now. I think we can wait on them. I would. Yeah. Who's the best wild card round. team? Wild yeah. card team. I. I do. I need like one or stud. two players. Just a stud. Odell, AB, George Kittle, George Kittle, George Kittle. I want Jefferson. I think I think okay. the Vikings are going to be there. So now I ask you guys, do I need Dalvin two Cook. players? Yeah, I take Dalvin here. Okay. Yes. All you right. committed. Okay, cool. All right. I like that. Um, all right. So let's see the squad. So I have I, – we still need one more player for a Super Bowl team from the wide receiver department. Um, right? It's Or no. It, we just need a flex. But we have Connor and Clyde's gone. So realistically, it's like Kirk or Mikol or Rondale, right? Why or not Ertz? Chase Edmonds? Ertz? Okay. AJ Here's Green, my... Ertz makes sense. Yeah. AJ Green. Well, For sure. Talk to, AJ about, Green. talk to me about Edmonds because we already have Connor, right? Well, you can get both in the flex. You can get one as your one running back and the other guy in the flex. Like if we're forcing it at wide receiver, then we can get both the running backs there. Has Edmonds scored a fantasy point this season? He hasn't hurt for like the last six weeks. But he might be the lead running back this weekend. Interesting. I like I so with these guys, I'm definitely in agreement that we need uh one more, but I think we can wait, right? Or you I would rather go Daryl Williams over Chase Edmonds in this build. And if Clyde Edwards Hilaire gets hurt. You have a chance, or the game script flips. You Daryl Williams has a higher chance of catching a pass from our quarterback. I think that would be the move. Okay, so we've got three picks, so we don't need to take another quarterback, right? Probably not, unless so. unless uh, Kyler at this late. Yeah, I mean, at young, some point, like yeah, young woo. man coffee hasn't taken a quarterback, so it might take him. But I agree. I I feel like at this point, yeah, I would I go Kyler in the. Uh, Cardinals receiver, like okay. you know, we're just going for the, the whole thing. So AJ yeah. Green or Kirk, yeah, either yeah. one. But I think Green is more important to that team right now than Kirk. Kirk's been 
somewhat silent over the last few weeks unless it's shot yeah. boys. Okay, so if that plan goes to shit, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. This would have to be one of the latest Kyler's gone, no? Oh, for sure. With QB4. See, but this is like the thing where He'll go if one you get a sharp if you get a sharp room and everyone's not going to be drafting the quarterback yeah. because you already have their elite player. There we go. Like that's where like okay, no one drafted Kyler because I we mean. have DeAndre. Yeah. Okay, so Kyler and AJ. So our Super Bowl is definitely locked. So who do we go with this last selection? I An think you AFC need some help. Hmm. I would just go wild card studs. Wild card right. stud, right? And yeah. we won it at uh, – well, I already took Dalvin. So it's probably a wide receiver wild card stud. Or and I'd probably go AFC that. wild card because you want AFC. the Vikings to get in there instead of right. one of these other, other NFC wild card teams. So okay, like Julio's so, there. I'm not saying stu- – you know. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Julio. Like someone who's locked in and definitely playing because around him, we don't know if Jamar Chase is making right. it. You know? Right. Deontay uh, Johnson probably not making. And okay, so Higgins would we not make? Would we not go Daryl Williams here? Is that too much? I think or? you've already loaded up on Chiefs Cardinals, right? Yeah. How many do we have? Is it two Chiefs Mahomes Kelsey? That's it. But then one. I would. Two, I would probably three, four go Cardinals. three four. I mean, you have six, and you can yeah. only pay five. I know one of them's a quarterback, like two. Yeah, I, I think I think Daryl Williams is in play. Yeah, because because they're. Like this team's drafted on neither have the buy, yeah. um, so this is also I, opportunity kind of is to get a like a a Patriots stack right here and play for the second round. You know, yeah. Like, is there is there a good combo on the Patriots? Oh, I forgot we had two picks. Okay, there's Ramondre. I saw someone take Jacoby. My I didn't realize we have two selections. Okay, so what about like? A Lamar would Lamar be stupid with? Yeah, but yeah I think it's your third I, quarterback. Kirk oh, Christian yeah, Kirk yeah, is yeah. still available. Yeah, he is. I mean, Christian Kirk's still available. I, I know think we Kirk, have to. Kirk Julio. Kirk Julio. Okay, so, but I, I feel that like sense. that's that's a lot of errors. Kirk Ramondre. Okay, so I'll go Kirk, and hold on. Okay, or Sony. Um, Sony's still there. Yeah, I would go Sony Michelle. So Sony's right. Okay, but we have but, no one from the AFC except for two players. Yeah. So Sony or Daryl Williams? I mean, it has to be Sony. Okay, it has to be Sony. It's so All tough. Right. We're not gonna have we're not gonna have much uh, running back options from the AFC. Okay, this did not get easier the second time. <laughs> no, it it, it got I a think little it was a better. Team. It was a good team. Yeah, it, it, it got a, a little team. better, but it definitely did not get any easier. I, you know, one of the things that interests me is we've got the obviously Mahomes Kelsey stack. Having three running backs from the NFC, all that might play all you know. We we can almost guarantee like a running back spot for the Super Bowl. Okay, I feel like this room did an even better job of stacking, and we'll get into that. Let's do it. So first, four wow. quads wow. the Green Bay Packers. Devontae, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, AJ Dillon. I mean, that is the quartet that is the composition of their team right now. Then you also add MVS later, so that's five. 
So there's like, if the Packers make the Super Bowl, they have a starting lineup built and it's all Packers, which is fine, right? Which is fine. Baltimore helps them out in round one if the Packers do get, you know, a buy in round one. You also have Mike Williams. You're looking for a Ravens, Chargers, Super Bowl. I mean, AFC Championship. I like that team a lot. But But at the same time, you could also just have all Packers in every round if That's you had true. to. <laughs> That's how true. are you? How are you advancing in the in the the third round? And when you become one, top one in fifteen, and all five Packers are going to be the the nuts. Like <laughs> I mean, I was going. Nine, well, no, but like, let's say the Ravens are in there. Let's say Michael. Yeah, Williams you have to get one of those. Yeah, yeah you, you have know? to get one yeah. or two. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's. There's something to over stacking one team like this because of that t- that third round. Coming in top one in 15 is hard. And like at a certain point, you've overstacked. You don't think a Ravens, Chargers, AFC Championship, and a Packers? Yeah, no, that could could work. Okay. This is still a good team. You said the Ravens. Don't go crazy. (laughs) This is the Mike Williams team. (laughs) All right. right. Okay. Okay. Next up, it is all Rams and all Chargers. So Cooper. I like Casey's team. Austin Eckler. Keenan Allen, Daryl Henderson, Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham, and then Van Jefferson and he, Justin Herbert. So eight he of the blow ten by are not from getting Michelle. Teams, one in the AFC, one in the NFC. He should have picked Sony. He should have picked Sony. Well, he he, picked, he already committed to Daryl. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So he's got Daryl. I yeah. That's a LA Super Bowl, right? But yeah, neither one of those teams will have a bye. Correct. This team's sad. Okay. And then the two that are kind of thrown in there are Van Jefferson and Ramondre Stevenson, who can lead his team in receiving, can lead his team in rushing. Yeah. Well, Van's part of the Rams stack. I, Michael Pittman. Pittman. Yeah, Pittman. Oh, Pittman, Pittman. Yeah, this team's uh, Yeah. So Herzig uh, loaded up on stacks. Oh, his team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so at the top is actually where he didn't do much of his stacking. So it's Leonard Fournette, and Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. So that's not true. And then also with the Bills later on, it's Dawson Knox and it's Cole Beasley. So there's a four parter for the Bills. There you go. One parter for the four, Bucks. Four Cowboys, too. And then four Cowboys of CD, Amari, Zeke, wow. and Gallup and Dak. Zeke's so five there. Cowboys. So Zeke's he has down there is major value, right? Because I'm taking Dalvin, who's not even guaranteed to be in the playoffs, and Zeke is right. home playoff game. But the disparity in their production is probably drastically different if Dalvin Cook makes the playoffs. Right. Okay. So he has five Cowboys, four Bills, and one Buck. Yep. I think it's totally about. And the Buck was like, he didn't know what stack he was going to do. So he was just like picking, hopefully. So does that. Because I hate Herzig and would love to rag on his team. Does that for net pick, like, is there any used to that or yeah yeah i think so okay like you just keep scoring points championship right yeah and i think there's like a little like a little something if the bucks if Fournette's scoring all the touchdowns and that means tom brady's not scoring touchdowns like all of a sudden you can somehow get a buck stack eliminated but Fournette advances your team like again the narrative here because if the bucks aren't the number one seed and the packers are or the cardinals are or whoever then you have three games if they make it to the Super Bowl or make it to the NFC Championship, where Leonard Fournette's going to give you points, yeah. So it's okay. just the Super Bowl. He doesn't. 
D. Weiss, Buck, 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 Titan Patriot, Titan Patriot, Buck, and then close out. So it's really a Tennessee and Tampa Bay stack. With that some works. New England sprinkled in as well. Uh, we have to talk about Derrick Henry real quick. What is our stances with him? I feel like it would be very tough for him. I, I think there's a chance that he comes back for the playoff and he's not Derrick Henry. He's just like, get him in short yardage and stuff. I don't know. Like, this seems like a very serious injury. I, I feel like he's going to play, but. I feel like they get bounced in round one without Derrick Henry. That's true. Right. I mean, that's, that's pretty obvious. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. If there's a player in the history of the NFL who could come back from this injury, it's probably that guy. <laughs> I just don't like foot, bone, bones in your feet for a 240-pound dude. That seems right. tough. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. He's, he's also not of this world, so it's, it's tough. Yeah. 538 <laughs> still has them as the second-best odds to get the buy in the AFC. It's they, have tie, they have tiebreakers and schedules and all that stuff. Yeah, their schedules. Bud Dupree's so back. But they also suck right now. Mm, yeah, but they're playing like the freaking like, Jaguars and Texans and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That would be some story if they end up getting the bye and then Derrick Henry is able to come back for the second round, like an extra mm. week on top of rest for him rather than trying to force him in. I don't know how much you know. Another week of rest. On, on that team, one thing. Chase, is that worth it given that they're not technically even in the playoffs right now? Yeah, I... I think it's fine because, like, if the Bengals make it to the wild card, the teams that he's stacked with, they're not dropping out of it. You know, like, I, I would just be careful of, like, stacking Jamar Chase with, like, the team that would, that the Bengals would be leapfrogging. But, right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I think All it's right. fine. We'll close out with Young Man Coffee, KC. So you have Chiefs, Bucks, Colts, 49ers, Chiefs, 49ers, 49ers, 49ers. So this is a heavy 49ers stack to close it with Debo, George Kittle, Elijah Moore, Brandon Ayuk, and Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of silence there. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, I think the 49ers can get frisky. Yeah. They can disrupt some things. And uh, again... Starting that stack with sure Debo in round four, but the meat of it being six, seven, eight, nine. That's so mm-hmm. much later on. Who was the last yeah. quarterback? Wentz with Taylor. See, like that's just like okay. How are you like the first round? Your your quarterbacks. Like, what is the ceiling with those those two quarterbacks? They're just so right. tough. But like, I, I feel mean, like Wentz has a ceiling, but it's like a it's a through Pittman. Yeah. yeah, not through Taylor. Yeah. It's like tough. Right. All right. Final words here. Jack and yours. Again, we wanted to create a story. So it's Chiefs, Cardinals. So it's two Chiefs to start, then two Cardinals, two Vikings, three Cardinals. So it's five, two, two, and then one Ram. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how many is too many on the same team. Um, I think this is once again like the first team we're rooting for a Cardinals and Chiefs not to have buys because at that point, you know, we're in major trouble. And then, you know, a little edge on Jefferson and Dalvin getting into the playoffs. But in the same stretch, like it's not that big of an edge. I still drafted them in rounds five and six. So it's not a ton of value. Whereas, like, you know, you see a chase in round nine down there. 
Uh, I like the team. I like having a lot of Arizona because if they go, like we said, Kyler and and that offense could definitely put up a lot of points and Chiefs the same. I think the Vikings kind of that that's a that's a frisky team to me. Like I can see yeah. them pulling off an upset in the first round, and that would just you you can get thirty points from like each one of those players too. Right. So I think that's a, bit, a little bit of the difference between like Chase and Jefferson is like right. Jefferson's got just better projections throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I guess that does it. Any final words here? Again, if anyone hasn't tried playoff best ball or any other games, we have twenty twenty two best ball up already. We have sophomores and juniors up. Go and use promo code Jack or the show. Either one. You get deposit match, so that means if you put 10 bucks in, you get 10 bucks back. If you want to put in one entry, that's 25, then you get a free entry on us, 25 back to you. Um, this is such a weird game with so many different layers. I feel like every yeah. single room you walk into uh, is going to feel different. And most importantly, at least for me, the difficult part is escaping, hey, just take the best players. Yeah. <laughs> because that's like what you can't do. You have to paint narratives and draw stories and all that kind of stuff. I think Hayden's point of all of this could change in like 40 hours if the Chargers yeah. beat the Chiefs. Like that's going to disrupt it. Then the game Saturday, if the Browns end up winning and the Ravens lose on Sunday, then the Browns lead the division. Like what this draft room looks like before the last one is going to be so wild to see. Yep. Only I'm having update- one buy in each conference too makes it even crazier. Yeah. My underblog column, I'll put, I'll re-update the odds like whenever they change. So keep going back to that. Use the like which teams to stack with. I think that's gonna be the huge thing. Is like there's gonna be only five of the teams make sense to stack with each team, and I'll keep updating those as the odds change too. Great. Jack, this was a blast, man. Appreciate you guys. Hopefully, one of these two teams uh, qualifies. Hey, it worked out pretty good last well, time. Yeah, it did. It absolutely did. Except there's no time. there's no second place this time. It's strictly right. first. Well, and, and there's no little Peter Evers had to pick on either. So <laughs> that's true. That's just true. sharps out here. All right, everyone. Uh, Anthony, Daniel, Oaks, appreciate you all being here. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with our typical shows. Thanks for joining us for this one. Up the villa. Talk to y'all soon. See ya. Thanks, man.